Welcome to Dying to Know, where we open up about everything that comes with losing a loved one. Because the only thing that sucks worse than death is not being able to talk about it. We're your bereavement babes, Lee and Rachel, and today we're diving into birthdays. Hi, Ray. Hi, Leah. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm ready to get into birthdays. Yes, we're breaking this episode up into two parts. So we want to talk about first the birthdays of our loved ones that we have lost, how we celebrate them or acknowledge them. And then we'll talk about how we celebrate our birthdays now that we have someone close to us who have lost and passed on. Absolutely. Let's get into it. So Leah, I've mentioned to you before that we have our own little tradition now that we've started for my dad. But do you guys have anything that you do? Actually, we have not. It's been two years. um, And every time my dad's birthday has come around, we have not done anything to celebrate Mm -hmm. as a unit. And I don't believe we've done anything separate. I didn't consult anyone before this episode. (laughs) Um, But personally, I haven't done anything to celebrate uh, my dad on his birthday. I have now been taking the day off, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really do anything to celebrate. Um, I think just my personal POV, and I'm not projecting this onto anyone else or judging anyone on how they deal with it, But for me, birthdays are to celebrate the living. It kind of marks another year, someone's, you know, another year of life. Yeah. And I think because my dad has passed, personally, I just feel like, how can I celebrate it if he's not here to kind of mark this anniversary? So I realized that I have been acknowledging the day of death, the DOD, more than I have been anything about his DOB. Can I ask why? I guess for me, the D-O-D, the day of death feels yeah. more sad. Yeah. Do, does that, I guess, does the day of death bring up more sadness for you? Or how do you, do you be able to turn it into like a more positive day? Yeah, so I thought about that too. too. Like, is that morbid? Because I even know <laughs> no, like, I feel um, like everything is how you exactly. want it. Because <laughs> I even remember like um, Biggie's mom had did a um, interview at one point and she was saying like a lot of people celebrate like his death date and like we need to be celebrating his birthday. And I'm like, oh, I guess I never thought of that. And now that I'm in my own shoes with my own father, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of leaning more into the day of death than the birthday. Um, I think I lean more into DOD is because that was the last moments I had mm-hmm. with him. I had the opportunity or privilege to be with my father in his final hours on this side. So to me, that day is not really a celebration. Mm-hmm. It's more of a remembrance. And that really got me into the definitions of both. Like I feel like birthdays are more celebratory and then DODs are more of a remembrance type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to like quickly read those definitions just to kind of like clarify. I know. I'm curious. Yeah. So a celebration is a noun and it's the act of marking one's pleasure at an important event or occasion by engaging in an enjoyable, typical social activity. Okay. Which makes sense. It's celebrating. Yeah. It's a party. It's a dinner. You're gathering. And then the definition of a remembrance is the actions of remembering something and then the actions of remembering the dead, especially in a ceremony. So I don't put on a ceremony, mm-hmm. but I think <laughs> the day of death, I kind of listen to like music that my dad likes. I have some of his clothing items, so I might put that on and just kind of reminisce, maybe look through pictures. And I think that brings me comfort. It doesn't feel too morbid for me. Um, but I know with you and your family that you guys have started like some sort of tradition, correct, about like your dad's birthday. And it was just this past weekend? Yes. Okay. Recording, it was actually yesterday. Uh-huh. And we did do our little tradition. We um, What is that? 
our tradition is to get food from one of his favorite restaurants. Oh, nice. It's Brendan and Carr out in Brooklyn. What and is it called? Brendan and Carr. What's the cuisine? I would say you're definitely like it's very carnivorous. <laughs> if you go get your roast beef sandwich, you get a double dip, of course. Ooh. But it's also a restaurant that brings up so many memories for us. Mm. It's somewhere that my dad, when he told us stories about his past, it all involved Brendan and Carr. Oh, nice. In our childhood, we would always like stop at my grandpa's house, get Brendan and Carr, go to the Mets games. Like that was always like our tradition. And then even like as we got older and could drive ourselves mm-hmm. like we were always getting Brennan and Carr to either celebrate his birthday or like do something special for dad like that was always one of our special things for him okay. especially when he wasn't able to travel out to Brooklyn as much mm-hmm. but for us I will say I felt the same way too on his birthday my dad he was sick most of my our lives so um on his birthday was always like the biggest celebration where like we were able like he was healthy enough we made it to another birthday nice. where I know especially one of my brothers also felt the same where it was like why are we celebrating it like we didn't get to this accomplishment of keeping him around for another year mm-hmm. so we felt that way but then again another sibling was like let's just eat some Brennan and car like let's do this in his because I was raised by a Leo like he was all about being big and <laughs> yeah. celebratory and he like he that was his day he would want his day like 8555 okay. is a number I can like <laughs> wait a minute what's this number um, it's August 5th, 1955. So it was 8550. Uh, so I feel like I'm also someone who sees like the 805 all the time. Or okay. Like, I feel He's like being that Leo energy, like I just like we knew that he would want it. So now I this is ha- this has been the third time where we go out, we get our Brennan and car, we sit and I also feel like it's one of the more easier days to talk about him. Mm, I feel like sometimes yeah. It doesn't always feel I'm not good at bringing up my dad. I feel like I don't want to make anyone else feel sad. So I feel like it's a little easier on his birthday to kind of start bringing him up and talking about him. But yeah, and also like it was my niece's first time trying the food. So it's like fun to watch her eat her like. How old is she now? She's three now. So I think she might have been like one and a half when she had her first like sandwich. (laughs) And we have the video of her eating her cheese fries. So it's like it's been a way to continue his memory for sure, which has made it more of a tradition, too, because I feel like hearing you talk about remembrance. Yeah. It almost feels a little bit more remembrance and celebratory because it's not like we do the cake or anything like that. But it's a good way to just keep his memory alive, I feel like, for us. No, it's beautiful. I really love that. Um, In this celebration or remembrance at the restaurant, do you guys invite other people? Is it just the nuclear family or? Right now, it's just a nuclear family. I think it is kind of still small for us. or We're still trying to figure it out because I still feel like there is that little bit like he's not here. Like, yeah. How is it? Like, I feel like it, it is harder to, I feel like, always talk about it and always, like, let everyone know what we're feeling. So I feel like we do get our text messages from our loved ones, just, like, sending their hearts and everything like that and sending their love. Mm-hmm. But I still, it's still, like, a very small, tight-knit, like, vibe. Nice. <laughs> do you feel like it helps open up? The, I know you were saying, like, it fosters a conversation about your father amongst your family. Do you feel like those conversations don't come up naturally, but, like, on his birthday, you know you're going to hear like a story from your sister that you might not have heard before or a story your mom would have shared, but like before you all were born or like how they met or anything, anything you're learning new about him? Um, Not so much new, but I think it does bring up, it helps bring up memories a lot more naturally. Right. Where like, I'm always, I still am always like nervous, like bring up dad or bring up a story about mm. dad because I'm like, damn, like I, like I don't know if it's going to make someone feel sad that day. Yeah. So it takes me a little while to like bring him up where it's like, okay, we're like, it's just the fun memory of like, 
overeating and getting as many sandwiches as possible yeah. and trying what's new on the menu and like just the memory of the drive and being stuck in the traffic yeah. of like going out to Brooklyn. So I feel like it's just a lot of like, this feels like that. Like okay. today feels like that. And and eating the sandwiches feel like that or seeing the brown bag of fries like yeah. feel like his story. So I feel like it's just giving us a feeling that we don't have a lot of the time of the year. Yeah. But shout out to this restaurant. This food sounds good. I'm telling you, everyone needs to go. <laughs> it's a good one. No, you're in New York, Travis. <laughs> yes. So there's so many ways of like celebrating, also remembering. And sometimes the lines get blurred to what that really looks like. Um, so I looked up this article on this website called Cake, which is about end of life planning. It's a company about okay, that. Okay, so you need it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, and the name of the article is 20 Plus Ways to Honor a Deceased Loved One on Their Birthday by Sarah Kelsler. So she had listed some different ways that you could do that. It would be visit their grave, write a letter make a donation, you can volunteer, throw a party or host a dinner, which I think were really key ways of doing something. Like I know I'd spoke to you prior to recording and just hearing about like your family and this tradition is, it's inspiring. Like maybe I should bring this out with my own family to see if we could do something different for my dad's birthday. But I feel like in the sense, we're all doing our little parts separately and maybe not as a unit um, with doing things with him. So I would love to like take one of these, you know, suggestions and like put it to work on his actual birthday or maybe even the DOD. Yeah, I think you can do what feels natural because until we started discussing this episode topic, I didn't even realize that we had a tradition. It's, yeah. I mean, it's only been three years. So it's like, but it was something that felt natural to us. And like, it's just getting his favorite food. So I feel like you'll know what gives you that feeling of like they're around you. Exactly. It could be something so small that just kind of remembers you. And I like that it fosters a conversation between you and your family. It's yeah. not something you, I mean, I feel more comfortable with the immediate family just picking up and saying like, I miss daddy today or like making yeah. that conversation. But I think it would foster one that feels a little bit more natural yeah. amongst all of us. And it's still giving him his day. Absolutely. Today's episode is in love and memory of Alfred Maurice Rappaport, who is missed every day. Again, we're your bereavement babes, Lee and Rachel, and we'll see you on the other side. 